Go. John Bain here, along with Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson, and it's uh, time for this week in Round Guy Radio, or on Round Guy Radio, I should say. Dave, howdy to you. Oh, it's good to hear from you, John. Uh, uh, we're going to do a, a start out this week. We're going to uh, highlight a, a city or two. Uh, I picked out a city in Iowa uh, that I wanted to mention on the podcast. This city is our seventh most listened to city uh, of, of uh, all of them here in Iowa. And it's Morning Sun, Iowa. And uh, they have uh, over 1,200 listens of uh Round Guy Radio right there in Morning Sun. And uh, I want to mention that they had a Major League Baseball player there, Jack Hamilton. Uh, and uh, uh, he pitched uh, several years in the 60s. Pitched for the Phillies, the Tigers, the Mets, the California Angels, the uh, Cleveland Indians, and the Chicago White Sox. So I ask you to look at a couple uh, uh, some cities that uh, listen that aren't in, in Iowa. Uh, what did you come yeah, up with, John? I you know, and, uh, you know, I would say what we're doing is a round guy salute the cities and towns across the nation that uh, tune in and listen to our podcast. So once again, hello to Morning Sun, Iowa. But here's a crazy one for you. Just crazy cool. Oregon, the state of Oregon. We've got listeners in Boardman, Oregon, and Grants Pass, Oregon. Grants Pass is in Josephine County, Oregon. There's a population there of 39,189. Boardman, Oregon, 3,220 folks live there. But we've also got listeners in Texas. I want to give a shout out to our listeners in Texarkana, Texas, Houston, Texas, San Antonio, Dallas, Odessa. I mean, this is just amazing, um, the analytics that we get. That, that tell us where our, our listeners are from. We've got them up in Wisconsin, at Wanakee, Wisconsin. You know, there's 14,879 folks that live there. So hello to Wanakee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of Harley-Davidson Motorcycles, 569,330 residents of Milwaukee. And some of those folks are tuning in on their podcast and listening to Round Guy Radio, and we really appreciate it. In the capital of Wisconsin, Madison. Thank you so much. And then, you know, across the river, across the Mississippi River into Illinois, Metamora, Illinois, it's near Peoria. They're listening. East Moline, Illinois, part of the Quad Cities in Rock Island County. Hoffman Estates, near Chicago and Cook County. Schaumburg, Illinois, northwest of Chicago. And then we're in Rochester, Minnesota. Underwood, Minnesota, Savage, Minnesota. That's uh, 15 miles southwest of Minneapolis in Scott County, Minnesota. Uh, Lakeville, Minnesota. It's just incredible. So we salute all of you. We thank you that you uh, you have found Round Guy Radio. Yeah, I'm really good. Well, uh, you're going to be glad uh, because I got a couple great uh, guests today. Um, uh, for the sports, we're going to have Nathan Piercy of KMCD. And he's going to give us a rundown of the spring sports, a kind of a quick one uh, that are coming up uh, with the Fairfield uh, Trojans, the Van Buren Warriors, the Pekin Panthers, and the, and the Cardinal Comets. And I also have uh, uh, Winfield Mount Union High School coach, uh, Sean, Wolves uh, coach Sean McCarty, or Scott McCarty, uh, is 
I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, well, anyway, Scott McCarty, uh, he has a, a a podcast. It's it's about eight man football. It's about coaching eight man football, and uh, well, we got some good sports coming up. Yeah, yeah. So we're, you're going to get going to hear about that. He's our special guest for today. Uh, but you had a couple of shows that you wanted to promote, didn't you, John? Yeah, I've got a couple of neat things coming up, and they're actually from uh, Southeast Iowa women entrepreneurs that uh, have businesses that are really kind of neat and different. And one is going to be a new event venue in Washington, Iowa. And I won't say too much more than that, but I will say when I put this one up on Monday, folks, um, that would be what the 27th of March is when I'm going to upload it. Uh, That conversation I had took an interesting twist, Dave. It went into the realm of the paranormal that doesn't surprise so. me john <laughs> well i'll tell you what it's 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 really interesting and a great great conversation then also i am going to be talking to a lady who is um does neuro coaching helps uh coaching the mind in order to do more things physically but through coaching through the mind in different things so uh, a couple of really neat uh neat topics coming up and like as i always say i i really appreciate the listeners of round guy radio and uh you know listening to my segment southeast iowa today on round guy radio and then the sports that you bring as well dave i think uh we're kind of a a magazine for folks to listen to. I've heard you use that here lately uh, to, to good effect. Uh, but uh, uh, we do have some sports I want to tell you about. We're going to continue on with the football Fridays. Uh, uh, last week we were telling uh, we were uh, telling you about I was going to have uh, uh, Coach Lequa of the Columbus Wildcats and Coach Borison of the Minneapolis uh, Bulldogs talk about the new uh, classifications that come out and they're all in new districts and they've got new teams and old teams. And so we kind of go over all that. And uh, we're going to continue in that vein as I uh, just recorded today, uh, coach Weber of uh, the peak and Panthers and coach Jensen of the, uh, uh, of, of the Sigourney Cobras. Uh, so they're going to be talking about, you know, what's, what's changed for, for them. Uh, those are both dynamite-ish uh, episodes. You can catch one that's uh, out now, and the one is going to be out. Uh, we're also going to get an update on the Iowa Gators. And John, I I, I lied to you last week. Uh, I told you last time they went three and two uh, when they actually went four and one and went to, uh, didn't lose until the championship game of that whole deal. So uh, wow. wow. So another uh, thing that you know, folks that are listening that might have missed it you know here with some people on spring break and different things like that and traveling and doing other activities you had an interview recently with the mid prairie football coach in, in his retirement and i want to encourage people to listen to that because that's a, a very good interview man he really gets into it doesn't he all the way he back does. to when he was an assistant coach and uh clear up to being the head coach for 20 years at mid prairie uh coach Kavanaugh, uh, you know, it might have got a little teary-eyed in that one somewhere along the the way, uh, reliving all that stuff. That's a good one. Uh, it's, well, so we did the pool tournament, you know, and uh, I've got a crappie tournament. Uh, it's not this weekend, but it's the next weekend. Uh, 
So we're going to be giving you little updates on that. And uh, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, I got a round guy recommendation. Uh, the movie 80 for Brady is going to be playing at the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center Sunday. So uh, uh, that's about all I got. What do you got? I got one more thing, and then I won't say anything else. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa. Oh, I know it's all over when we get to stay friendly. Well, thanks, John. Well, we got uh, Nathan Piercy is filling in for us at KMCD Fairfield, Iowa, uh, uh, to do our sports for us today. Thanks for being with us, Nathan. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, uh, your assignment was to uh, uh, go over the Cardinal Pekin uh, uh Fairfield and uh, Van Buren uh, uh, spring sports kind of highlight what's going uh, to go on. Uh, but so uh, who are the big athletes? What's going on? I know we got a, a, a big track meet tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excuse me. I, I, fair warning. I, I have a little bit of the hiccup, so I may uh, randomly hiccup, but uh, yeah, like you mentioned, a, a big thing to uh, actually tonight as uh, the Washington Demons are hosting the Washington Relays, um, you know, widely known across the state, especially here in Southeast Iowa, uh, one of the top uh, relay or top track events uh, in the state of Iowa. I'd, I'd say it's just behind the Drake Relays in the state meet. Uh, it's, one, it's one of these situations where you have 18 schools competing at this one track meet. It's a, it's it's a great spectacle. Um, I've been told it's one of the premier ones in the state. So that's kind of how a lot of schools are starting off their outdoor track season. And it's a big way to start it off. So uh, just to kind of start things off tonight, I mean, it's going to be a, a pretty exciting uh, field there and Fairfield will be there as well. Well, uh, what time does this, all these events start over there? So I, be I believe up in Washington, it's at, it's at Case Field. Uh, you know, right around their football field there. And I believe it actually gets underway at three o'clock this afternoon and goes a long while. You know, you've got, when you got 18 schools all competing and you've got some as big as, you know, Iowa city high and, and, th and things like that to the smaller ones, like, uh, uh, I believe Minneapolis is there. So, um, everywhere in between, you have a lot of competitions to run through a lot of events to run through. So, uh, it gets started pretty early, about three o'clock, but then it goes pretty late into the day. Well, uh, well, let's, uh, let's focus on some of these teams. You know, you've got a lot of great athletes uh, uh, in your listening area for certain. Uh, what what schools have what what uh, players are going to compete this year? Yeah, you know, uh, you, when you start at Fairfield, of course, many different uh, many different spring sports going on. We look at spring as a whole. Uh, you've got track, boys and girls track golf, uh, soccer, and tennis, I believe. And, uh, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these teams are, are kind of, uh, I don't want to say rebuilding, but, uh, in a bit of a question mark year because you don't really know what to expect. You know, the, let's take, uh, soccer last year, you know, both Fairfield boys and girls didn't necessarily participate or, you know, um, compete to, they weren't very well, but they also had very young teams, so they're very. It's very curious uh, what happens afterwards. Uh, one one standout on the girls' side was Savannah Hollander, so I looked to, for her to continue that. Um, for track, again, it's it's not one of those questions. Uh, but the distance runners seem to be kind of making improvements, uh, especially compared to last year. On the girls' side, it was Melina uh, Melina Bloomquist so far in some indoor meets, along with uh, Carolyn Van Pelt. 
they, they've been running fairly well. And uh, some sprinters, uh, Aiden Lyons on the boys' side, actually won up at, I want to say it was it was ISU. He won the 60-meter dash. So uh, some good athletes there for the on the Fairfield side. When you look at uh, when you look at the track season and really running sports in Southeast Iowa, I think it's hard to go over those and not have to mention Pekin and what especially their girls runners can do. Uh, you know, if you look at back on the cross country side of things. Um, they have a lot of good distance runners, and they look to continue that. A, a freshman that really stood out cross country that'll do the same in, in track is Chloe Glosser. She she won many races and finished top five in pretty much every one, along with and I believe she's a freshman. You combine that with senior Lauren Steigletter, it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, the group that uh, that Pekin always seems to have when it comes to uh, especially distance runners. Yeah, they, they've got a great. Uh cross-country and uh, track uh, just years and years of it. Yeah, they, they really have. And, and you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things that um, it truly is a program, and it's not just having a couple good athletes. When you have the full-on um, program that, that continues to show success, it's, it's really good to see and, you know, to continue that. I mean, even girls like that aren't necessarily finishing at the very top, still finishing well, you know, Brooke Miller, Audrey Ferris, Brooke Sylvester, just to name a few. I mean, they all uh, can be can be really good for the speaking girls um, in terms of uh, their uh, long, especially long distance track running. It's it's where they really improve. And uh, one one interesting spot for for the peak and track side of things is that they're without the senior uh, thrower who did so well for them last year. Actually, I believe finished fifth in the in the Drake relays and discus in Kerrigan Pope. So. The, the that side of things is a little bit more of a question mark and, and um, still waiting to see from Van Buren and, and Cardinal. They have yet to compete actually in, in indoor stuff. So uh, on the track side of things, those two schools are getting underway over the next couple of days. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with those schools as they have, you know, those schools have a lot of good athletes, but it's whether or not they can put it together into a, a good team. Yeah, Van Buren always has some really great spring sports star. It just seems like every year somebody steps out as an individual anyway that's really uh, leading, right. leading the way down there. Well, uh, um, I'm going to uh, switch things up on you. I got one football question for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the schedule uh, or the, uh, the classifications and the districts have come out and uh, – Massive changes for the Fairfield Trojans. Uh, uh, um, can you, you know, real quickly talk about some of those changes and maybe um, some changes in, in the uh, Van Buren's got some big changes too. Yeah. So, you know, to start off for Fairfield, um, personally, not a huge fan of, of their draw, especially because of distance. Uh, they got into class three, a district five, which means they're with Benton, Solon, Grinnell, South Tama County, and Williamsburg. Now, Williamsburg, yeah, they're coming from 2A to up to 3A. However, they're still a very good team. Uh, when you look at the distance side of things, the closest team is Williamsburg and 55 miles away. Benton, as far as 75 miles away. So, so over the next few years, Fairfield's going to have some long, long travel. Kind of surprised they didn't get in there with Washington and Mount Pleasant in District 4. That seemed like it was kind of the obvious good fit. Uh, you know, I talked with Coach Wheaton 
a little bit, I believe, on Tuesday. He he was a little surprised at it as well, but is looking looking at it as a good opportunity. And the fact that you're getting a lot of new faces, teams you haven't seen before, players that you know you obviously haven't seen before. So it's a good opportunity for this team. Uh, you know they're losing a lot of talent, but also talking to Wheaton, it sounds like uh, these the kids that are on this team have some of the greatest work um, work ethic that he's seen, and so. For Fairfield to be an interesting year this year, the next two years of this new district having to travel as much. Uh, in terms of, let's see, Cardinal, they got put in a tough one as well in, in uh, 1A as they're with the likes of a Sigourney Kyoto, a Pella Christian, I believe Pleasantville is in that one as well. And then uh, Van Buren, I believe, got knocked down to single A along with Pekin, and they've got a pretty good district there. Uh just naming some teams off the top of my head. Lisbon is in that one. Uh, they've got a couple other tough matchups as well. Yeah, Columbus Junction's over there. Wapolo. You know, yep. it's a little uh, – Louise and Muscatine is coming in. Uh, they're, they're in the same boat. They're go- coming from uh, uh, one or two way down to uh, A. So, uh, just all kinds of changes uh, going on. Uh, yeah, a lot of changes. You know, it's it's a, it's a kind of a, a double change here. Not just a district realignment, but you also have – that new socioeconomic factor that got taken into effect for classification. So that's why you're seeing a lot of these schools changing classification numbers. And uh, even Mount Pleasant fell from 4A to 3A. I yeah. And, and so I did mean, Fort Madison, I think. Yeah. And, and, but Mount Pleasant is the, in terms of the, the bet, the, the final enrollment numbers that they use, Mount Pleasant is the largest 3A school. So mm. they were just there missing out on 4A, but um, a lot of different things happening in, in the football side of things and all kind of learning that this this uh, last couple of weeks. In fact, I believe that we are supposed to get the full schedules released at the end of this month. Yeah, did you uh, – um, what, what happened with Cardinals classification? Did it change or – Cardinals did the same. They're still in 1A. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at last year, them and Van Buren were both in 1A in the same district. Van Buren actually is the one that fell down to single A. So uh, they got dropped down, uh, or Van Buren did. Pekin stayed the same in, in, in single A as well. So uh, it's, a, it's a lot of new things going on. Um, luckily, they're getting this out of the way here in March. So schools have time to prepare. And coaching staffs, so I know you. I know you're going to be talking with Coach Wheaton here a little bit later on, but having this much time to now prepare for and, and – well, for teams like Fairfield to get travel figured out, because if you got to go two, two and a half hours away, it's going to be a much different uh, um, situation than what they were last year. All right. Well, this has been uh, what you need to know about sports this week. Uh, that's going to be in Southeast Iowa with Nathan Piercy of KMCD. Thank you for being with us, Nathan. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, today with our sports segment, we have uh, Coach McCarty, who's our very special guest anyway uh, uh, this week, as uh, he has a podcast. Uh, he's a coach of the Winfield Mount Union Wolves football team, but you also have a uh, podcast about eight-man football. Uh, first of all, welcome to the program, Scott. I appreciate you having me on. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I know uh, you're, you're, you do a lot more of the podcast than in the offseason than in the season, but uh, tell our listeners uh, who haven't uh, uh, don't know about the podcast what it's called. And, and, and where they can find it. Yep. Uh, so it's called Be Great. 
um, which is B-E-G-R, and then the number eight, um, eight-man football coaches podcast. Um, you can find it everywhere uh, you can get your podcast on. I just got a thing. I'm, I'm going to get it loaded onto Amazon uh, here shortly so you can listen to it, your Alexa while you're, you're cleaning your living room or whatever. And uh, But so, yeah, be great. Uh, the great is G-R-8. Um, and you find it on Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those things. All right. Well, uh, you, you've been at it a, a while, and uh, it just seems like every year there's more of a need for it because uh, more more and more teams are going to eight-man football, and more and more coaches are, are venturing into the, the foray of eight-man football. So uh, I'm just going to ask you a question, uh, which would be kind of a typical episode that you would have. You know, uh, um, I'm an eight-man football coach. Um, just tell me in a couple of minutes uh, um, what's going to be different for me. What do I need to change yep. my way of thinking about? Yep. So I try to, um, for the most part, um, I try to do interview episodes. Um, and I've interviewed coaches everywhere from down in Florida to um, Idaho to California to South Carolina, um, Oklahoma, a lot here in Iowa. Um, I've got a Wisconsin guy and a Michigan guy lined up here coming. So um, every episode we try and get um, like a little mini clinic for coaches. Um, I like to ask the coaches uh, where they're from, kind of who was their mentors, you know, as um, you know, we try to be mentors to our young men in our programs. You know, there obviously was somebody in their life that was important to them um, and helped them get where they are, um, whether it was a coach. Um, a lot of times it's not even necessarily a football coach, which is really interesting. Um, then we kind of talk about um, maybe whatever their team has done well. Maybe they have a really good offense. Maybe they have a really good defense. Um, and we kind of ask and, and go through questions there. And um, then we talk about, you know, how to, what's their main thing and how they keep it the main thing. So um, I kind of came about this podcast um, during the, the pandemic when, you know, we weren't allowed to really do much. Um, there was one uh, called the Eight Man Academy. Um, and it was a couple guys, I think, out of Oklahoma. And, uh, and, and, you know, you go for your, everybody went for walks. It seems like during the, the pandemic and, and I'd go on my morning walk and I'd listen to an episode and we were just two years into eight man. And I thought, you know, this is a great thing. Well, that kind of quit, um, you know, one of their they had two guys. And I think one kind of just retired from football and the other took a new position, um, which didn't allow him time to do that. And, I saw the need and, and I said to myself, well, we might as well give it a try. And, and it combines two things I like to do, talk football and just talk in general. So, um, you know, we kind of did that and it's kind of grown a little bit. Um, you know, like you said, during the season, I don't really get uh, too many interviews and things done. But I think here within the next four weeks, I've got about eight interviews. So, um, you know, things will get busy and, uh, and just it's, it's enjoyable for me to sit and talk football with guys a couple times a week and, like I said, it's basically a mini clinic. I've learned a ton. I've gotten to watch a ton of uh, film. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of guys have, because of what they've heard on the podcast, they're able to reach out to those coaches and it kind of just builds the network of eight-man football coaches across the nation. So uh, you you mentioned people email you or contact you sometimes uh, from different places that are listening to this. Yep. Um, so they can email me at, at begreatfcp at gmail.com. That's B-E-G-R, the number eight, F-C-P at, at gmail.com. Or on Twitter with the, by the same handle. Um, there's a there's an app called, t- called Telegram. Um, and, there, and there's a, a big eight-man um, coaches group on there. I think it's like 130 coaches. And I think it's from 
I think there was somewhere upwards of like 25 or 30 states. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, where guys can go on and they just use it as a forum uh, to kind of talk and chat to one another. So a lot of conversations in there. And then um, obviously, you know, just able to talk to guys, you know, at clinics and stuff. They recognize, you know, the the name of the, the podcast and all that stuff. And we can talk about it. So um, it's been a great way for me to meet a lot of coaches and, and learn a lot of things that I necessarily wouldn't, wouldn't know because of my experience, um, you know, so through these experiences, I'm able to, to learn a lot more myself and, and help my own football team while also hopefully helping somebody else get something out of them. Well, you, uh, as you're talking to people and you're learning and, and they're learning from you and you're also learning from them and, uh, seems like you're putting, uh, uh, your, uh, 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 stuff to use because uh, you guys made the playoffs for the first time uh, uh, this year. Uh, is some of the stuff that you talk about uh, in this podcast making you a better coach, you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not only X's and O's, it's maybe some drills. It's, you know, maybe some ways to approach kids and those kind of things, you know. So there's there's definitely some things that we do now that we would not have done had it not been for the podcast. And I know there's some other coaches that could say this, the same thing. So um, it's kind of nice to hear that kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, like I said, I always ask the question at the end, you know, what's the main thing for, some, you know, whatever their name of their school is. And, and then how do you keep the main thing? And um, one coach, he's been, um, it helped him be completely retrospective, you know, think back on his season, um, you know, and what he thought the main thing was, it wasn't. I um, mean, they were able to reflect a little bit and then you know they ended up being like state runner up or something like that not because of uh, the podcast clearly but um it just helped him think about some stuff in a different way well uh um you, you said you got eight uh, uh interviews already lined up uh if we could make that uh, uh uh an odd number nine uh i got a couple odd guests we could get you uh, me and scotty melvin would like to be your odd guest uh uh, where you could come on uh, or, or at least come on our podcast and uh, uh, get a little bit longer uh, uh, detail uh, sometime in the future. You think we can work that out? Yeah, we'll have to work something out there. That, that sounds good. All we right. Well, uh, thanks for being with us. And once again, mention any social media site, websites, or anything where they can follow you or uh, or Winfield Mount Union Wolves football. Yep. Um, so definitely Twitter is, is where we're at. Um, I mean, you can follow me personally at ScottMcCarty12. Or follow the podcast at, at be great B E G R eight F C P. Um, that's where I'm most active. Um, email by the same same thing there. Um, but otherwise, other than that, um, you know, I don't do much Facebook and and uh, Instagram with the with the um, the podcast. So those would be the two best ways to, to get a hold of me and continue you know continue conversation. Maybe you know somebody that wants to be on it or or something, and we can go from there. But I appreciate you having me on, and we'll get something uh, get you guys on the podcast. Well, thanks for being with us, and uh, um, Scotty Mellon loves it. He, he likes it more than my podcast, which kind of <laughs> irritates me a little bit. But uh, yeah, I've, I've listened. It's great. So, all right, thanks for being with us. Yep, I appreciate you having me on.